The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? engagement? How long before yeah. a wedding should I send How out many save games the dates? Are in the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the last episode of e-commerce seo strategy week on the voices of search podcast i'm your host benjamin shapiro and this week we've been publishing episodes every day talking about what you need to know to modernize your e-commerce seo strategies for 2021 joining us for e-commerce seo strategy week is tyson stockton who is the vice president of services at search metrics which is an seo and content marketing platform that helps enterprise scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions So far this week, Tyson and I have talked about everything from the evolving search landscape to product feeds and Google Shopping, faceted search pages. And yesterday we talked about whether you should be creating top of funnel content or should you focus on consumers that are ready for conversions. Today we're going to wrap up our conversation about SEO strategy, talking about the hottest topic in SEO these days and how it relates to e-commerce. We're going to talk about core web vitals. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the last installment of e-commerce SEO Strategy Week with Tyson Stockton, Vice President of Services for Search Metrics. Tyson, happy Friday and welcome to the last episode of e-commerce SEO Strategy Week on the Voices of Search podcast. What's going on, Ben? We made it to the end of the week. Final stretch. Smooth sailings from here. We're here. It's got to be five o'clock. Let's crack open those cocktails. Wait, Tyson, you started drinking at three o'clock when we started recording this episode. What do you think this is? Friday? It was three o'clock in Hawaii. It was five o'clock where we're at. Uh huh. Uh-huh. All right, everybody, if Tyson's slurring his words, it's because he's a lightweight and he's halfway through a beer. That said, <laughs> the hottest topic in SEO is core web vitals this year. 
And one of the hottest markets in SEO is e-commerce. We're all buying more products. We're moving towards the digital life. Nobody's really going to the malls anymore. Let's talk about the blend between the two. How is Core Web Vitals affecting e-commerce? It is the hot topic of the year. We got the announcements last year. We were waiting for the end of 2020, not just for it being the end of 2020, but also for Core Web Vitals coming up. I know we had the previous Core Web Vitals week. Also, definitely check out the webinar with Carl Kleinschmidt and Kathy Brown. But Core Web Vitals is going to be important for retail. No exceptions there. It's not like one industry's plan to be impacted more than others. There could be some that are a little more susceptible, like the medium publishers that have a lot of those overlay ads and elements that shift around the overall layout of the page. But e-commerce is another industry. And if we're talking about what areas should an e-commerce website or an SEO in e-commerce be paying attention to, you definitely can't miss Core Web Vitals. It's a little late now to just be started on it, but it's something that I would have is part of the roadmap. I would be definitely prioritizing and work now in preparation, but it's something that I would also be looking at of keeping an eye on throughout the entire year and also moving forward. So sure, Core Web Vitals is really important for SEO. And yes, it is rolling out this year, something that we should all be addressing. Hopefully you have started on this already. Now, the question is, how is this specifically going to impact e-commerce? E-commerce, most of them are on platforms. Let's say people are using their Shopify accounts. We've obviously got the incumbent brands, the Amazons of the world, and Walmart and eBay. Do we see a specific impact the rollout of Core Web Vitals having? It's going to affect the big, the little, the medium, the small. Who's going to be affected by the rollout? I would say everybody. And I know that's kind of a cop-out answer, but given the nature of Core Web Vitals, it's not targeting just one specific, you know, it's not just e-commerce, it's not just the big players or the small players. Who would I be more nervous for? It's probably going to be the smaller websites because they typically don't have the same resources that the big players have. Also, if you're thinking of overall experience, page load times, those pieces, typically your big players have more of a head start. But I wouldn't say, though, that no one's going to be exempt from it, especially in having several conversations with a lot of e-commerce websites. It is something that has both the smaller players, but also the bigger players a bit nervous. Okay, so I agree that answer was a cop out. Yes, core web vitals are going to affect everyone. But when we're forced to roll out relatively large scale technical changes, my guess is that people that are owning their own platforms have essentially the most risk, right? Everybody's going to be evaluated differently. Everybody that's on Shopify is not thinking about core web vitals right now. I think that people that are managing the website, eBay, Amazon, Walmart, they have to be gripping a little. That has to be something that's a little concerning. Do you agree or disagree? I slightly would disagree because just because a smaller player is going to likely be on a Shopify platform, it doesn't mean that everyone on Shopify has the same configuration or hasn't added in different plugins. Like, I mean, you could have an e-commerce site on WordPress and then be having a bunch of third-party plugins that are throwing off your load time and shifting around the content. So I typically think the bigger players are ones that have the resources and have the ability to mobilize and make the changes, where some of the smaller players, they may not even be aware of how it's impacting the site. And then it's leaving it up to someone else to basically be like, hey, you should change this. 
which is going to happen in some cases, but I think the larger websites are in control of their own fate a lot more than someone that's dependent on using another platform. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Okay, so we've talked a lot about core web vitals on this podcast already this year, but for e-commerce specifically, where do you think the big changes lie? Is there a specific facet of core web vitals that's going to impact the most e-commerce companies? I wouldn't say necessarily just one of the three aspects within it. I think if I'm managing an e-commerce site and let's say it's more of like an enterprise e-commerce site, I'm going to be really, really hyper-focused into looking at the overall performance of each page type and directory. So I'm going to want to know how do my category pages stand up? How do my product pages stand up? How do those different areas and then be prioritizing changes or implementations based on the page template because I know that it'll impact the variety of pages. I think the other recommendation, and Carl's brought this up a few times, is looking at also the consistency within that page template or that directory. So not only do I want to monitor what the overall scores are for that directory, but I also want to see how much variance is happening within the directory, because then that can give me more of a clue or more of a higher confidence of how much of an issue that it is that I should be addressing. The final area, especially again, in the seat of an enterprise e-commerce site would also be in looking at the variance or the differences between field versus lab data. That's an area that I think a lot of SEOs will maybe look at one source, you know, look at a lab report. Hey, I got great scores. Why should I be concerned with this? But you really want to be paying attention to the field data. Field data is going to be your most accurate depiction of how Google will be using this. But then on the other hand, the lab data is going to allow you to diagnose and identify at scale where your greatest opportunities are for improvement. So it seems like the impact of core web vitals for e-commerce is kind of similar to the rest of the web. Yes, there are a variety of metrics that we're going to have to be paying attention to. And it seems like most of the time in e-commerce, you're either relying on a platform or you're a website that is going to be scaled enough that you probably have somebody dedicated and thinking about this. 
Tyson, as we wrap up e-commerce SEO strategy week, what are the last words or tips that you have for the SEO community listening to the podcast? The last piece too, I'm just kind of going off to the field versus lab. I'd also recommend looking at what you're going up against from a competitor standpoint. And this is an area that it's not completely clear how it's going to roll out from an impact perspective, because we know it's coming out in May, but we've had some really interesting conversations is, okay, great. Google has given us the specific guidelines of what the ranges or what's acceptable and what's not passing from core web vitals. But I think it's also interesting to think about how they are then going to use that. So from my perspective, I would want to understand what my benchmarks or the other URLs on the same keywords that I'm ranking on are performing, because then I could anticipate or see how Google's going to be comparing my URLs in SERP. Obviously, the most important is first focus on your own house, make sure that you have the highest scores that you're able to produce with your dev team. But then also use that in comparison to the other URLs that you're up against in the SERPs, because where you're going to see the biggest shifts is if you're the outlier with the low score, but everyone else has high scores, there's probably a greater chance that you're going to be impacted. If your competition is also kind of in the same boat, you may still have an impact, but I would assume that it's not going to have the same severity as what you'd see in the first scenario. All right. Lots to think about this year. E-commerce is going to continue to grow and dominate as we saw in 2020 on in 2021. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Surge podcast and e-commerce SEO strategy week. Thanks for listening to my conversations with Tyson Stockton, Searchmetrics' VP of Services. If you're interested in contacting Tyson, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Tyson underscore Stockton, or you can visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com, or his personal website, which is tysonstockton.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to VoicesOfSearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out to us on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P.com. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. 
All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Thank you.